The Solution Word with Pastor Adama Segbeji. Pastor Adama has a passion to uplift people and see the body of Christ excel. His aim, to bring hope to the hopeless and solution to the nations. In this message, you will learn. He shall save his people out of their sin. And that's what exactly what he did. So names are very important. Number three, the third thing we notice is before the conception. The name was given before the conception. So that, may, that means the name was not just chosen out of happenings. The name was given before he was conceived. An angel came with the name. Number four is purification. Purification. Purification simply means removal of contamination. Of Melvin and Agnes. <laughs> Hallelujah. This is baby number three, so number four is on the way. <laughs> In this church, we believe in the four laws of productivity. God said there are four levels of productivity. So, uh, this is number three. Number four is on the way. You see how the grandmothers are excited. Grandmothers are very excited when you talk about more babies. Hallelujah. It is about grandmothers that they like more babies. They have no idea that it costs us a lot of money. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Well, we are going to go into uh, the dedication straight away. And then after that, uh, I'll be bringing you a short word uh, that I believe will be a great blessing to you. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Well, are you ready? Yes. Don't they look amazing? Amen. Amen. They, they, look, they look amazing. Amen. Oh, wow. He is so handsome. And they, they are very young. They are young couple, so they cannot say they are stopping at him. <laughs> Not say they are. they are very young couples. You know, for those of us who are old, I mean, we have finished. Amen. We have left. We have left the rest for for them. And those are the back. Amen. All right. Um, it is important that every time we are about to do baby dedication, we understand the purpose for what we are doing. Amen. So turn with me, please, in your Bibles to the book of Jeremiah chapter 1. The book of Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 4 and 5. Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 4 and 5. I read, it says, Then the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. Before thou camest forth out of the womb, I sanctify thee. And I ordain thee a prophet unto the nations. I ordain thee a prophet unto the nations. So it's important for us to understand that 
babies are not just born, they are born for a purpose. So this morning I want to speak briefly on the purpose or born for a purpose. Born for a purpose. The quick question we want to ask is what is purpose? Purpose can be defined as the reason for which something is created or born. Purpose can be defined as for the reason for which something is created or born. Jesus said, I must go about my father's business. Jesus said, I have come to seek and to save that which was lost. That's why Jesus died for us on the cross so that we can have eternal life. That was his purpose here on earth. And so every child is also born for a purpose. Every child is born for a purpose. That's why Jeremiah says that God said to Jeremiah, before I formed thee, I knew thee. Now, the parents didn't have an idea about this child, but God knew this child. And this child was not just born to add to the population of the earth, but he was born for a purpose. I said he was born for a purpose. That's why it's not just enough to be born for a purpose. When you are born for a purpose, you have to be trained in line with that purpose. So Proverbs chapter 22 verse 6 says, Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. So an, an, an example is when Prince William was born, they knew that one day he's going to become a king. So they started training him to behave like a prince and to become a king one day. So this child is born for a purpose. So you have to go to God and find out what is a purpose and start training him to walk in that purpose. Hallelujah. Now let's go and look at an an example of Jesus who was born for a purpose. Luke chapter 2 from verse 21 to 24. Luke chapter 2 from verse 21 to 24. I read, it says, and when... Eight days were accomplished for circumcising of the child. This is Jesus. His name was called Jesus, which was name of the angel before he was conceived in the womb. So notice he was given a name before he was conceived. That means his purpose was defined, clear cut, before he was born. Verse 22, the Bible says that, and when the days of her purification, talking about the mother, came according to the law of Moses was accomplished they brought him to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord notice where they brought him to to Jerusalem to be presented to the Lord Jesus is Lord but he's been brought to another higher Lord to be presented to that Lord and that's God Almighty verse 23 the Bible says as it, as it is written of the law of the Lord, every male child that openeth the womb shall be called holy to the Lord. Holy to the Lord. Verse 24, and to offer a sacrifice according to that which is said in the law of the Lord. A pair of turtle doves of two 
young pigeons, and so on and so forth. But in this modern day, we cannot ask them to bring a sacrifice of uh, turtle doves and young pigeons. Because if I do that and the NSP, is it? They'll say animal cruelty. But they don't know that these things are made for us to eat them. How many of you used to eat birds? Oh, I'm telling you, we used to eat birds. Please don't put that online now. Well, I used to eat bed, not in this country. Praise God. And I'm telling you, bed meat is delicious, especially the pigeon. It tastes like goat. <laughs> Someone said, you, you used to eat bed? Well, anyway, that's not the reason for us today. So there are a few things we want to consider out of that scripture when Jesus was born. The first thing in verse 21 says he was circumcised. So number one is circumcision. Circumcision is the removal of the old to reveal the new. Circumcision is the removal of the old to reveal the new. Very important. The old represents the old covenant. The new represents the new covenant. So in most cases on the eighth day, if the, if the child is a boy, he is circumcised and entered into a covenant. And today, that is going to happen as well. Amen. Number two, he is given a name. He is given a name. Your name reveals your destiny. Your name reveals your destiny. The source of your name is as important as the name itself. That's why in this church, we don't just have a baby and buy a name book and look through everywhere and say, okay, I like this name. Or you wake up in the morning, you are having a crunchy Kellogg's conflicts, and then you decide, I think I'm going to give the name of the baby Kellogg's. <laughs> are you following me? We don't do that. It's important because the name we give to the children will be with them for life. Example is Jabez, who was given the name Jabez. Jabez simply means pain. So throughout his entire life, he went through pain. He suffered pain. He suffered re reproach. So the name we give our children is very important. That's why the name Jesus means deliverer or savior. He shall save his people out of their sin. And that's what exactly what he did. So names are very important. Number three, the third thing we notice is before the conception. The name was given before the conception. So that, may, that means the name was not just chosen out of happenings. The name was given before he was conceived. An angel came with the name. Number four is purification. Purification. Purification simply means removal of contamination. If something is being purified, it means there was contamination and that contamination is removed. In this case, most of us that were born mainly from 
major African backgrounds, many of us were dedicated to staff. We were dedicated to sticks, to rivers, to all kinds of stuff, all kinds of gods that our parents inherited from their great-great-grandfathers. And so, because most of us were dedicated to these things, we have now to be purified from these things. And so today, when this child is being dedicated, he will be purified from any form of ancestral or generational covenant that were made in his father or in, in his mother's bloodline. Amen. Say amen to that. Amen. Number five, Jesus was brought to Jerusalem. Jerusalem in those days was the appointed place of worship. It was the appointed place of worship. Today, we don't have to go to Jerusalem. Today's Solution Chapel is our Jerusalem. Oh, say a good amen. Amen. Solution Chapel is our place of worship. So when we bring this child into this place, it's an acknowledgement that we are dedicating him into a higher power who is God. Number six is he was presented to the Lord. He was presented to the Lord. Who or what we present our children to determines what they become in life. Who or what we present our children to determines who or what they become in life. How many of you remember, I think a few years ago in France, there was, there was a terrorist attack when a group of people, musicians were playing and the name of that group I think has to do with something death metal. Do you remember? And was it two years ago? Now, what in the world would you call a a band death metal? And at their concert, many people died. Some people are dedicated to snake. They were presented to snake. So when they sleep at night, all they are seeing is snakes. So who or what we present our children to determines who or what they become in life. It's very important. When we present them to the Lord, they will follow the ways of God. Number seven, they offered sacrifice. They offered sacrifice. We offer sacrifice unto God and not unto man. Our sacrifice is simply a sacrifice of thanksgiving. Our sacrifice is unto God and not unto man. It's very important. We need to understand that. So, crucially, when we are dedicating children, we know one key theme is that we are dedicating them unto the Lord. Not unto man, but unto the Lord. We don't even dedicate children in this church to the church. Because the church cannot save them. The church is not powerful. God is the most powerful person we dedicate children to. The church is only the place we bring them to. Very important. Very, very important. So quickly, what are the responsibilities of the parents? Because, you know, it's not just enough to have a baby. When you have a baby, it comes with what? 
Responsibilities. So what are the responsibilities of the parents? Number one, you have to train them up in the ways of God or teach them the ways of God. Proverbs chapter 22 verse 6 says, train up a child in the way he should go and when he is old, he will not depart from it. Teach them the ways of God. When you wake up in the morning, bring them into the house of God. When you wake up in the morning, lead them. Teach your children how to pray. Have a time of devotion. Very important. Number two, teach them how to honor God. Teach them how to honor God. First Samuel chapter 2 verse 30. God says that whoever honors me, I will honor. So teach them how to honor God. Number three, teach them how to serve God with gladness. Teach them how to serve God with gladness. Psalm 100 verse 2. It says, serve the Lord with gladness. Serve the Lord with gladness. Let your children know that serving the Lord is a good thing. When you wake up in the morning and it's time to church, you don't become grumpy in your house. Oh, we are going to that church again today. Oh, they said we must come, oh, so we are going. Oh, no, no. You wake up with gladness in your heart. With gladness. Very important because, you see, children learn more of what we do than what we say. You tell your children, don't smoke. And you are smoking. He said, but daddy, you said no to smoke, but why are you smoking? Are you following what I'm saying? So, Teach them how to serve God with gladness and that gladness begins from you. The next one is teach them how to pray to God. Not to pray to Google. When they are looking for something, let them understand the importance of praying and waiting. You pray, you ask God for something, you have to now wait for it before God gives it to you. We are living in a generation where it's a microwave generation. Everybody wants everything now. Beggar, five seconds now. We want a husband. We, we use God as a microwave. God, give me husband now. Give me husband now. If you don't give me a husband now, I'm not going to serve you. In five seconds, if you don't do it now, it means you don't exist. No, there are things we have to wait for. So teach them how to pray to God and wait Jesus said, in this manner you will pray, Matthew chapter 6, verse 9. It says, therefore pray in this manner, our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Teach your children how to pray. Teach them how to pray. These are responsibilities that comes with having a baby. (laughs) So having a baby is hard work. Training is hard work. Have you ever been in an environment where you are training someone who is not getting what you're telling them to do? But you you need patience, especially husbands and wives, especially if the husband is, is, or let's say vice versa, the wife knows how to drive and the wife is trying to teach the husband how to drive. And men take long to learn. Uh, 
Men take long to learn. And so if you're a wife and you don't have patience, you know how to drive, and you teach him reverse gear, it's like this, make sure the car is going forward, that, and he's not getting it. You, you need patience. You need patience. You can't say, yesterday I told you to do it this way. Why are you still? <laughs> oh, hallelujah. My wife, my wife learned how to drive before I did. Praise God. <laughs> So you, you, know, you know what will happen in the car, don't you? <laughs> uh, especially when I stop and I'm about to go, I go back. My wife will say, if you go back, they'll fail you. <laughs> it's a, how many times am I going to tell you not to go back? You always have to make sure the car doesn't go back because you go back, you will be failed. <laughs> Mercy, Lord. Well, I'm the learner then, so I have to have patience. I, can't, I couldn't say, don't you know I'm your husband? <laughs> no, training takes time. It takes time. Some people, you train them once they get it. Some people, you have to say the, the same thing over and over. But have patience. Amen. So that is what it means to have children and to train them. Hallelujah. Well, we want to bring the parents and the child to the front and we're going to ask them to, to take a vow because in this church, please stand right there. In this church, we believe, can, we, can I have a mic? In this church, we believe in them taking a vow. Having a baby is like same as, yeah, you can stand here and, and okay. So we're going to go through the parents' vows. So say with me, I and your full names. I, I Agnes Abbey. I, Melvin Abbey. Oh, let's do it this way. I, Mr. and Mrs. <laughs> and your, your name. I, Mr. and Mrs. Your name. I, Mr. and Mrs. Abbey. <laughs> Today vows to raise up. Today, vow to raise up the full name of your son. Rural Nitetejan Taria Abbey. Wow. That's a powerful name. As the name of a king, I know from some country somewhere. Today, let, let's say it again because the church needs to hear the name well so that when we meet him in the road, we know his name. So today vows to raise up his full name. Today vow to raise up Ruel Nitetejantaria Abbey. In accordance to the word of God. In accordance with the word of God. Amen. Amen. Now it's the responsibility of the congregation to also take a vow. So please rise up on your feet. And the congregation is going to say it together. Say, we the solution family, we the solution family vow, to pray for vow to pray for this child, this child that God has given to the solution family, solution family. Daily. daily. We believe that, we believe that God, will raise him up God will raise him up as a giant, as a giant in this land. 
and he will become a sign and a wonder. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Let's give Jesus some praise. Well, now I'm going to take him and I'm going to declare God's goodness over him. Wow. Who does he look like? Who does he look like? I think he looks like his, his mother. So that means the father will say, I want another one that looks like me. Praise God. Praise God. Let's rise up, please. Let's stretch forth our hands towards him. We're going to pray for him. You see, when we are dedicating children, it's a spiritual transaction. He might not be able to hear what we are saying or understand it, but his spirit is alive. His spirit will pick these proclamations and declarations up. And for the rest of his life, he will walk in those declarations in the name of Jesus. So stretch forth your hands and begin to pray for him. Let's begin to pray for him. Oh, Father, we thank you. Release a blessing over him. Bless him, bless him, bless him. Bless him, bless him. Bless him. Bless him, bless him. Father, we thank you. Bless him, bless him. Bless him from the depths of your heart. Release the commanded blessings upon him. As you bless him, so shall your children be. Bless him, bless him, bless him. Release the blessing into his future. Into his future. Oh, we thank you. In the name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, this morning we present Ruel to you. Not unto a church, but unto you. Your word says that the children that you have given us, they'll be for sign and for wonders. I decree right now, the ruler will be great in this land. He will never be part of any wrong statistics. I decree right now in the name of Jesus that all the days of his life, you will be with him. You will be his guide. You will navigate his life for him. Father, help him to make the right choices in life. In the mighty name of Jesus. I come against any covenant that is not of you. That was in in his great, great grandfather's lineage. Both on his father's side and his mother's side. I reintroduce a new covenant. The new covenant in the blood of Jesus. That speaks better things than the blood of Abel. I decree right now from today, he is blessed. He shall never be called cursed. He is blessed. 
He will bring blessing to his parents. He will bring joy to his parents. He will not bring any shame or reproach to his family. In the mighty name of Jesus. Wherever the name of Ruel is mentioned, it will be for greatness. It will be for joy. It will be for testimonies of increase. In the mighty name of Jesus. I speak into his future. I decree that he will have a great future. He will do a thousand times more what his mother and father together have done. In the mighty name of Jesus. Wherever his name is mentioned, Father, let it be for good. If anyone, anywhere, takes his name to any altar, that is not of you. May the fire of the Holy Ghost consume them. May the fire of the Holy Ghost consume them. In the name of Jesus. I decree right now that he's covered by the blood of Jesus. No curse, whether head or on head, will come near him. In the name of Jesus. I decree generations after him blessed. His lineage will be great. His wife will be a virgin. He will marry as a virgin. This one will not have desire towards men, but towards one woman. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I decree right now all the days of his life, he will serve you. He will never depart from the faith. He will never depart from Christianity. No one will confuse him. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. He will be the head in his class. He will be the head in his community. In his profession, he will be the head. Father, I thank you that this one will go to the highest level of education. He will never be a dropout. His parents will not struggle to take him through school to the highest level of university. In the name of Jesus. We thank you. We call it done. In the mighty name of Jesus. Therefore, by the authority you have given me, I dedicate rural today in the name of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Rural, I call you blessed. In Jesus' name. Amen. Come on, let's give Jesus some praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God bless you. He is blessed. He is blessed. My goodness, what a blessing. I feel the anointing. I feel the anointing. There's unusual release of power into the life of this child. He carries something special. All your children carry something special, but this one carries something special. Please look after him. Focus on him. It doesn't mean he's going to be the favorite out of the rest. (laughs) 
but be careful of what he says. Be sensitive. Observe his ways. God will take him far. In Jesus' name. Congratulations. Congratulations. God bless you. Let's give them praise. Let's give Jesus some praise. Oh, I said let's give Jesus some praise. Thank you so much for taking time to listen to The Solution Word by Pastor Adama Segbeji. For prayer or further details, please call us on 01293-885000. Or why not visit us this Sunday at 10 a.m. at Solution, Barnfield Road, Northgate, Crawley, RH10, 8HQ. Your experience at Solution is sure to be a time of great blessing. Solution, bringing hope to the hopeless and solution to the nations.